Hi, everybody. This is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the indie nerdy uh, comedy Geek Loves Punk. And, you know, in, in this podcast, I don't start with my little mini promo for my website because um, I'm going to be talking about the movie Black Panther. Um, Black and, uh, you know, I'll use my, my blog as for notes for this podcast. But, uh, I'm gonna say Black Panther is one of the greatest movies ever made. That's what I titled my blog. And just wanted to say, like, you know, it's, um, the actor who played, uh, Black Panther passed away. His name was Chadwick Boseman. And... It's uh, super sad if you're into, like, superhero stuff like I am. If you're a Marvel fan, I'm a Marvel fan. It's just sad. 2020's been a rough year. Uh, My best friend's mother passed away a couple weeks ago, so um, that was super sad for me. She was, like, a a mother figure for me. And then, and now, you know, Chadwick and then Black Panther represents, like, integrity and strength and hope and good leadership and it just it it represents all of the things that are good and to have black panther pass away um this symbol of things that are good you know what i mean it's just super sad so i think for any of the nerds who are into the nerdy stuff like this is like i said it's sad um So, you know, my blog was pretty short. Um, You know, I made the YouTube video talking about the movie Black Panther. Um, So the the blog, my blog, I can just, I'll just read here, is uh, Black Panther is one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Here's why Chadwick Boseman, (laughs) he played uh, Black Panther. Um, So the thing that I like, um, I think maybe sometimes these days, uh, I, I think um, people who can play, like, a good person and play it with sincerity, uh, play a good person with depth, um, uh, play a good person with realness, uh, uh, play, and also not bringing any cheesiness to it, so to speak. Um, I like superheroes to be good, um, I don't mind nuance in superhero movies. I think that's fine. But I think the reason why, well, think, <laughs> I know the reason why Marvel has been so successful. Like, it, you know, the, the, the superheroes overall, they're fighting for the greater good. And that's something people like to watch because <laughs> uh, planet earth is a tough place to be for a lot of people it's a it's a tough world um just today my friend who is a, a very good person a good heart and also an immigration lawyer you know shared shared some stuff today that is that's super heartbreaking as far as some of the stuff her clients are going going through. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's an example of how the world can be a dark... It can be sometimes a dark place. Uh, or a, not a dark place, a, a bad place, you know. However, uh, the world can also be absolutely fantastic. Because technically, 
this podcast or everything I do is personal development that I want to bring hope to people. So even in a podcast where I'm talking about the passing, excuse me, of Chadwick Boseman, that's super sad. But at least, at least he got to be in the greatest, one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Um, okay, but I guess what I was trying to say is the grace that Christopher Reeves brought to Superman, Chadwick bought, brought so much grace to Black Panther. Um, to really believe that a person can be that good and decent, you have to have an actor who can bring, who can really bring that. And Christopher Reeves, um, his acting performance in the first Superman, it's outstanding. It's it's absolutely outstanding, and even um, his lead, Margot Kidder, I believe was her name, but she even said, like, she said, like, he took it very seriously. Um, he, he would, like, get into character, because he knew how important the role was in so many ways. Um, and he, 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 there, we haven't had, no offense to anybody, but S- S- Christopher Reeves so far was the best actor to play Superman so far. If we're making a contest of it, he was the best. Um, and so because he played this character who could stop a bullet with his hands, but he was also, it's super important that Superman is empathetic, um, is kind, you know, is chill, so to speak, but just Superman fights when Superman needs to fight. So, um, so with Chadwick playing Black Panther, who also has super strength and, um, you know, can run really fast and all that stuff. So it's the same deal. Like, yeah, they're super strong, but they only use real superheroes only use their strength to protect and love. And so Chadwick brought, brought that grace to this character. And it I mean, his performance is phenomenal. Um, and, and so one of the biggest reasons why Black Panther is one of the greatest movies, superhero movies ever made, it is Chadwick Boseman. Um, okay, so the other reason why Black Panther is such a good movie is Black Panther, Panther was a cultural phenomenon. And, uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, it's, uh, Julie the Filmmaker, you know, you'll, you can find me on YouTube, but, um, and I tell my story of... I live in Oakland, California, and I tell my story of going to opening night to see Black Panther, and that was such a powerful night, and I was just there as a nerd, because <laughs> I've watched all the super, I've watched all the Marvel movies opening night, um, but but watching Black Panther opening night in Oakland um, was really powerful. Uh, Ryan Coogler was there. He came and said hi to everybody. That was just really cool because he grew the, Ryan Coogler, the director, because he grew up in Oakland. Um, that was just really cool. And um, also, um, oh, oh, everyone in the audience was predominantly African American, which is really cool um, and unusual for Marvel movies. <laughs> When I go to see a Marvel movie opening night, it's not usually, like, and of all, Oakland's very diverse, very diverse. It's amazing. Um, But it's, you don't usually see that many um, people of color to go see a Marvel movie, you know what I mean? (laughs) So I went to see Black Panther as a Marvel nerd, and, uh, because I love Marvel, and, um, 
But I, I didn't realize, you know, I was being a little naive, I guess, of what a cultural phenomenon it was. And it was. Um, but the other thing I want to say that I didn't say in my YouTube video was, um, you know, I've seen every Marvel movie opening night. And Marvel, give or take, has a certain formula, feel to it. Um, and some people that are into Marvel, some people are not. I'm definitely into Marvel uh, Marvel movies are my thing. They're my cup of tea. And it's true. With Marvel movies, you know what you're going to get. Uh, and to me, that's a good thing. Because you know you're going to get a, a good movie. Like, you just are. So Marvel, why are they so successful? They just don't make bad movies. <laughs> Even their quote-unquote bad movies, they're really not that bad. I think it's the third Thor that the internet kind of like to harp on but if no oh my gosh not the third thor the third thor everybody loved the second thor the second thor is the one people kind of harp on a little bit um but even even if you watch it it's still a good movie you know what i mean but um but what i wanted to say was um so i've i'd seen up until Iron Man, which at this point was like 10 years ago, which was, Iron Man's a phenomenal movie, and John Favreau is, is is extremely talented. Robert Downer Jr. was, you know, excellent in that movie. And to me, Iron Man has depth to it. It has layers to it. It's a good movie. But I'd seen all these movies opening night, and fast forward to uh, watching... I know, I sat... I went to go see opening night... Uh, the one about magic, uh, starring Cumber, Cumber guy, uh, oh man, Doctor Strange. So the Doctor Strange comics, old school Doctor Strange comics, are brilliant. It's some of the most brilliant art you'll see in comics for sure. But I went to see Doctor Strange, and like I liked it. And Benjamin Cumberbatch, I believe, is his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me just. Uh, Google this as I'm on the, on the, I, by the way, I, I record these on my phone, but luckily my phone has a good, a, uh, mic on it. Dr. Strange. I'm not great with names, so I'm so sorry. Uh, who played him? IMDb. Hang in there. Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. <laughs> uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. So, so I'm going to see Doctor Strange. It's a great movie. It's well directed. It's well done. You know what I mean? It was a great movie, but it was around it was around that time where I was like, "Okay, Marvel, it's time to mix it up." <laughs> cuz I was like, cuz I've been a very loyal Marvel fan, and I've seen every movie opening night, and I was like, "I okay, I've seen so many Marvel movies about white dudes." <laughs> And I, what I noticed too about Doctor Strange is that um, even, I think honest trailers on YouTube kind of made fun of this, but it's a the storyline has a lot in common with Iron Man, like a lot, a lot, a lot. Where I was like, <laughs> Marvel's running out of stuff to say about white dudes. But um, <laughs> but I know it was around that time where I was like, all right, Marvel, you got to mix it up a little bit because it's like this is I, I know at that point I was like, this is getting pretty repetitive. You know what I mean? Um, But like I said, 
it, it was well made, like it was well directed. It had a great, the special effects were great. So Doctor Strange was a great movie, but I know as a very loyal Marvel fan, it was around that time that I was ready for Marvel to mix it up a little bit. And boy, did Marvel mix it up with Captain Marvel, which I absolutely adore uh, as a movie. But then Black Panther. And when people come, some people complain that like superhero movies don't have like depth or layers. Um, I think it depends on the Marvel movie. I do think Iron Man has layers to it. But um, Black Panther definitely has layers to it. And there's an interview, like one of those roundtable interviews, I think the Hollywood Reporter, where they asked Ryan Coogler... They asked him, like, would you consider Black Panther a political movie? And Ryan, Ryan Coogler says yes. And he's like, it's a, it's a political movie. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> Good for Ryan Coogler for, for answering it that way. Because Black Panther has oodles and oodles and oodles, excuse me, of it, it, it has depth to it. It's a Marvel superhero movie with depth. The other thing I wanted to say about Marvel is, um, and the reason why it's sad about Chadwick Boseman is I live in San Francisco Bay Area and, you know, uh, all the way up here, I'm six hours away from LA, but all the way up here, every once in a while, you'll, you'll hear kind of sort of sleazy stuff about LA or Hollywood and it's not all of LA, you know what I mean? There's always good people everywhere, um, but yeah, you'll you'll hear kind of you know grapevine type stuff, sleazy stuff. Um, but with Chadwick Boseman, you never heard anything bad about him, <laughs> like ever. And so, like you know, in a way, as an you know as an actor, etc. Like he, not to say he was Black Panther, but he really, really, really brought Black Panther to life. So it it, it just it's you know yes, I didn't know him personally, but it it is sad. Like I get why the fans are crying. I was crying. And cause it's a, this symbol of good of fighting for the greater good has passed away. It's super sad for, for the, the fans, uh, for those of, for those of us who, who didn't know him. Um, uh, Oh, the other thing I wanted to say about Marvel, cause I know it's like you hear, you can hear sleazy stuff, about Hollywood sometimes, and it's not, like I said, it's not everybody, because, um, there's good people everywhere, including in Hollywood, but, uh, but did want to say that, uh, oh, um, so, you know, out here in the Bay Area, there's a studio called, uh, Pixar Animation Studios, they're in a place called Emeryville, which is, like, a teeny tiny city between Oakland and Berkeley, and, uh, you know, if you're out here long enough and you're just in the movie scene or entertainment scene just, like, a little bit, uh, eventually you can, um, you know, you can go to different events at Pixar Animation Studio. You have to get on the list. Uh, not right now because it's COVID-19. You have to be on, like, a list, but it's not hard to be on the list. So if you join a group called Women in Animation, um, you do not have to be a woman to join. You do have to be in support of women to join, but... If you join a group called Women in Animation, it's not expensive at all. Uh, then every once in a while they have events at Pixar Animation Studios and you can go there. Um, okay, so so you can do that and you can go to Pixar. Okay, so what happened was um, they, they hosted an event at Pixar Animation Studios where it was the women of Marvel. And um, I think actors are amazing, but I, as a writer-director myself, indie writer-director, 
Um, I love hearing from the producers and the writers and the directors. So um, they had a they had a producer there. They had um, a couple of special effects people, um, and that was the panel. And they of Marvel of uh, women who work at Marvel. And one of the man, one of the basically she's a producer, a really big, huge producer. I wish I could uh, bear with me. I'm gonna look up her name, Marvel, because she she should do TED talks. She's such she her uh, Marvel producers. It'll be easy to find her because she's a woman. Because <laughs> because uh, I just googled and I see a lot of men, which is great. Men are awesome. God bless men. <laughs> but it's also, uh, come on. Okay, I, I, this is, yeah, I'm not gonna find it. Ah. Uh, but anyway, so, um, <laughs> it's just a lot of pictures of men. Okay, okay, I'll have to look up what this woman's name was. She's huge, though. She's one of the biggest producers at Marvel. Okay, anyway. So she, um, she gives a speech. Um, she's such a good, uh, such a good speech lady. Um, I'm going to keep, uh, let me put the word executive producer because she was like a really big, right now I'm looking at a lot of dudes, which is great. Men are so awesome. Okay, let's go. Um, there she is. I found her. I would, I, I, can they give me her name? I hope they give me her name. All right, hang in there, hang in there. There she is. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, one second, hand in. I know this has got to be the most interesting part of the podcast. Okay, her name is Victoria Alonzo. Okay, um, uh, okay, so her name was, uh, sh- she's huge. Okay, so she's a huge, huge, huge producer at Marvel Studios. Her name was Victoria Alonzo. I'll never forget hearing her talk at Marvel, uh, Pixar Animation Studios because she was just so inspiring. She was so awesome. Uh, she was real, like, like the group, uh, I, I, w- I bumped into some, like, animation friends there. Um, and at the point, at the, at the time, they were, um, animation students and one of them went on to become an intern at Pixar animation studios animation intern in fact she was scared to apply to Pixar and I'd seen her art and I was like I said it with love but I was like are you crazy (laughs) you have to apply at Pixar like you have a skill set that they that they need you're an animator and (laughs) <laughs> They're the biggest studio here in the Bay Area. You have to you have to apply to them. So she did apply, and she got the internship. So I like to take credit for that. Okay, so that day, it was me, and, like, I bumped into two of my friends who were, like, um, art intern. No, no, they weren't interns yet. They were just uh, art students or whatever. So, yeah, so we go, and, and so we, we go into the panel, and we sit down to watch. It's producers, special effects people. It's all women. Um, it's called The Women of Marvel. And, uh, yeah, the producer, Victoria Alonzo, she was so smart and so good, and she was just giving so much amazing advice on filmmaking and all that kind of jazz. And then she, um, the one thing she kept saying 
And you can kind of tell with Marvel, she kept talking about, you know, like, she's like, I know it seems like we just all really get along at Marvel, and but she's like, it's because we all just really get along at Marvel. So I think part of what works with Marvel is that they do come across sincere to me. Their movies come across sincere. Their heroes come across sincere um, in fighting for the greater good. And what Marvel has done um, really well is, like, their movies have these huge, gigantic budgets because they're superhero movies, but they have a vibe of... They still kind of have a vibe of like the indie spirit or whatever and um they find that balance really well in pretty much all their movies so and a lot of that is um the main producer guy sorry guys it's late i should know his name foggy his last name is foggy okay but um anyway so but my only point in saying that is what does that have to do with black panther it's just that um yeah, like, it does seem like most of the people involved with Marvel, uh, based on the panel that night, seem like really good, decent people. <laughs> Which can make me feel good about buying a movie ticket when movie theaters come back. Okay, uh, you know, once covid nineteen's over. So... So that was it, that was a really great night. It made me. I mean, I I was already a fan of Marvel, but that just really was. That night was super encouraging. By the end of the night, all of us were like, "Holy crap, we're gonna go conquer the world," or you know, pursue our our careers in entertainment. Uh, and you know, it, it was a great night, and so it made me feel good about. Uh, it already made me feel good about being supportive of Marvel. Um, and so with Black Panther, yeah, it was a cultural phenomenon. Um, but the, the movie was so, so, so powerful, um, powerful in the sense that, um, you know, everyone says Killmonger was the best villain. Um, and I really like too, that, uh, you know, T'Challa is basically the Black Panther with the purple light and, um, uh, Killmonger was the Black Panther with more of the yellow light. But just that they they were basically mirrors of each other. Like T'Challa had abundance and not just financial abundance or not just that they have vibranium, the magical, uh, you know, material. Not just that, you know, T'Challa had abundance in a community that loves and cares about him. And Killmonger, like, he lost his family uh, didn't grow up with tons of money, uh, just kind of neglected, right, in so many ways. So they are mirrors of each other where T'Challa could have ended up like Killmonger uh, if if T'Challa didn't have as much, you know, abundance. And like like I said, not just money, but like emotional abundance, like love and history and family. And so... And then Killmonger, he could have ended up like T'Challa if he had the same abundance that T'Challa had. So um, that they were mirrors of each other, that when Killmonger passes away, sorry, spoiler alert, but at the end of Black Panther, when Killmonger passes away, you know, I always cry because I always feel empathy for Killmonger's character. And Michael B. Jordan did a great job playing him, but... um, but to have a great villain, you got to have a great superhero, which is in Black Panther or T'Challa, played by Chadwick. But yeah, like this is this was one of the first Marvel movies 
and all the Marvel movies are great, but this is one, it'd been a while since we'd had a Marvel movie that had layers and poetry to it, where there was, like, a message, and, um, and so it, it is, like, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a very, very powerful film, um, yeah, so Black Panther is a great movie, okay, so, um, and so, yeah, and Black Panther was a cultural phenomenon, the theme of Black Panther is very powerful, like, the theme of just Killmonger's, his whole, his whole journey is, and I don't agree with his philosophy, um, he, he basically, his philosophy is an eye for an eye, and I don't agree with that, uh, but um, but his reasons for having that philosophy, you know, it's compelling and you just, I empathize with uh, Killmonger's pain, right? He's in a lot of pain, really, at the end of the day, emotionally speaking. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, theme, uh, Black Panther is a great movie. It's super powerful. It was a cultural phenomenon. I'll never forget seeing Black Panther opening night in Oakland. Um, that was a very powerful night. It was a great night. People were clapping and cheering. And when they showed Oakland, California, because there's a part where it takes place in Oakland, when they showed Oakland, California on the screen, like everyone was clapping and cheering. And like, you know, it was just um, you could tell something special was happening that night. And I'm really glad I was there to be a part of it, to be to support this movie. Um, So, yeah, I would say like the main reason that Black Panther was one of the greatest superhero movies ever made is because Chadwick Boseman was in it. You know, he played Black Panther and he did a great job. Uh, let's all say a prayer for his friends and family and heaven gained a superhero for sure in Chadwick. Um, so these quotes uh, are, they're all Chadwick Boseman. Um, okay, he says... I'm an artist. Artists don't need permission to work. Regardless of whether I'm acting or not, I write. I write when I'm tired and fat because I believe your most pure thoughts surface. Chadwick Boseman. Couldn't, I couldn't agree with them. I completely agree with them. <laughs> okay, next quote. Some people would view Jackie Robinson as a very safe African-American, a do- docile figure who had a tendency to try to get along with everyone. And when you look at his history, you learn that he has this fire that allows him to take this punishment, but also figure out savvy ways of giving it back. Chadwick Boseman, when he played uh, Jackie Robinson, and he, he played that character really well. He character, that real living person who existed, <laughs> Jackie Robinson. Okay. Um, next quote. When they call you and say, so you want to play Black Panther, if you know what Black Panther is, there's no way in the world you're going to say no because there's a lot of opportunity for magic to happen. That's Chadwick Boseman. Magic did happen. That movie's powerful. Like, I mean, every time I I don't get tired of watching Black Panther, and every time I watch it, it's like it still hits me every time. It's a very powerful movie. Okay, Uh, and then next one... Uh, last quote, um, I remember my first agent telling me because they found me as an actor, but I was probably more interested in writing and maybe directing. They were like, well, you can't do both things. And I was like, I'm going to show you Chadwick Boseman. Um, and then Ryan Coogler wrote a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece, um, about, uh, Chadwick um and one of my favorite youtubers lovely t she read it in the entire thing on a youtube video and she started crying 
I was crying watching it. So if you, if you, you should, when you have time, you should Google what the director Ryan Coogler wrote about Chadwick because it's very, very powerful. Um, so I want to say rest, rest in peace. One, uh, my best friend's mother who passed away a couple weeks ago. I can say that I know my best friend's mother is in heaven. I can feel her presence happy and at peace. And I also want to say rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, and that I am keeping his friends and family in my prayers because, um, this has got to be really painful, painful for people who knew him because it's definitely painful for the fans. Okay, thanks, y'all. Just uh, fight for the greater good in any way that you can because the world needs superheroes, so we got to keep fighting for the greater good. Uh, if you want to know more about me, you can go to my website, www.juliekerrrstudios.com, and you can learn more about me if you want to, for sure. Okay. All right. Stay good. Stay kind. Stay, um, yeah, just stay empathetic towards yourself and others. And that's the key to life. Uh, I'm Julie Curry, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geek Close Punk, signing off. And I'll talk to y'all next time. Love y'all.